0: What's up guys, welcome back to the AOT Chronicles, and Attack on Titan podcast. Whoa. I mean, it is an AOT podcast, but it's also an Attack on Titan podcast. You gotta tag it, that's the key, uh, Chad. You gotta tag it with Attack on Titan and AOT, so everyone just filters right into you. Yep,
1: or Shingeki no Kyojin.
0: That's exactly right. We are here to cover episode 17, Female Titan the Fifty Seventh Expedition, uh, oh. Part One. This is where things start. I feel like we're becoming I'm Chaz, big boys. by the way, guys. I know. I'm so excited. I'm Ronnie. You're. <laughs> what? what was your name? Chad. Okay. And I'm sorry. I thanks for calling me out. I deserve to. <laughs> well, I didn't really
1: call you out. I was just letting them know who I was, just in case we have any first time listeners. Yet. Yeah,
0: I felt called out. First time listeners, the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. Let us know. Anyway, are you ready to get in this episode? Yeah, bro, I'm hyped. I don't even need to ask you how you felt about this episode, because this is where it starts getting real, real. Oh, it gets a little too real for me at some points. I mean, I honestly felt like that. The first time I watched this show, I was just like, we got to this episode, I mean, obviously I knew the Titans were a thing, but this entirely changes the feel. Once we get outside the walls, we see this whole formation, um... I just felt like it changed the game, so let's get into it. We see this female titan's bosom. So I'm just now realizing, oh. because I'm starting out this episode, um, somewhat, whoever recapped the main summary of last episode did a terrible job, because I guess last episode ended where uh, scouts were now outside of
1: Walrose. No, no, no. The, the end of the last episode, they were on their horses, and right. they were starting. They were be- yeah. beginning their uh, And did Erwin do one of those shouts that get me jitter- yeah. Get me?
0: We Did you say that? Yeah.
1: We, I said at the end that it, they got on their horses and they began the operation. Will you yell like Erwin? Shinzo
0: <laughs> Sasegayo! Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry I tried to call you out there, Chad. It's all right, Ron, man. We pick up where we left off as the scouts are now outside a wall rose and they come across a 10 meter Titan. Hanji.
1: Okay, let's talk about it. I was hoping you would mention this. I love her first line here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, lay it on the people. Yeah, what's the line you love so much? The line that I love is that she really wants to see what's in its stomach. But she'll just leave it to the the survey team.
0: Right. She'll come back later. She'll come back, yeah. Yeah, because she says a support squad can handle it as two guys go and try and deal with the Titan as the rest of the scouts, they keep moving forward. We do a little flashback to a pre-mission game plan session where Levi's squad is going over the map. It's not the same map that Erwin had drawn up for us last episode where it was a very detailed game plan of a red arrow and a red X. Um, This is a little bit more involved. He says the plan is that the support squad is going to protect the rest of the scouts until they get to the old city area. But anything beyond that? Welcome to Titan Country.
1: So basically, right when they're outside of the city, they're on their own
0: at that point. Right. Okay. Because the support squad is just... (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't say. Uh, Once they get there, the only thing they have to rely on is Commander Irwin's long-range enemy scouting formation. We'll get more on that later. Okay. Because I definitely want to break that down. But we cut back to riding through the city with Aaron when he decides to ask um, Double-Stuffed Oreo if the rest of his bum classmates are going to be able to defeat these Titans, because he has no faith in them at all. And Oreo responds by calling Aaron a shit, which <laughs> nailing nailing the uh, nail right into the coffin. <laughs> right? Yeah. Did I... Nail that? You uh, certainly, certainly did. He calls him a shit because he doesn't even know what these expeditions beyond the wall is all about. Aaron is such a naive little... Aaron.
1: Poo. We're supposed to avoid the Titans, brother. We don't want to just fight them all the time.
0: What? You think he thinks every mission outside the wall is just a full-on war with these guys?
1: Yeah, especially with no trees or houses to swing from and you want to just take on these lads? Come on now.
0: But like you said before, Oreo's new potato girl because he bites his tongue again. Yep. You think he's got a huge tongue or just bad luck? Because that's not like he's the only one talking well, on Well, it's bag. like
1: this guy just doesn't know how to talk on a horseback. He uses too much tongue. He's like talking with it out. He's got yeah, a, like, like a lisp or something. Yeah, and what should his name be? If we're going to call potato girl, potato girl, he's, what should It's his name be? double stuffed Oreo. Double stuffed? Why do you say that? Because... I'm confused. It sounds
0: like Oreo, his name.
1: Oh, okay. okay I see what you're saying now. And oh, he's I mean, double stuffed because his tongue.
0: Well, sure. Okay. I mean, you can whatever you want to say is. Double I was going to call him Mr. Now.
1: Tongue, but I think your name is way better than mine.
0: <laughs> Mr. T- Mr. Tongue. Let us know. Email us Mr. Tongue or Double Stuffed Oreo. So the first time we got outside the city was a real. Wide awakening for me Because I did not realize Until I got here First time through How large these open fields are Beyond the walls Yeah
1: man what did you think Did you think they were just like In the desert Did you think they were
0: No I'm just saying like So they built the walls And in my head You know I knew that Everything was packed in On those outer walls Due to Trying to lead Titans In that direction But I just figured that they didn't have so much open land. I figured there'd be, like, little villages all around. Yeah. Which I know that there kind of are that we see later on. But the fact that it was as open as it was was kind of shocking to me to where I had to go back and be like, okay, wait, we're still inside some wall, right? Because it kind of feels like you're just out in the open. And that's why it makes you wonder
1: why the walls were built the way they were if there's that much open field.
0: Right. And I'm sure, you know, there's all kind of, you know... Once they break through a wall, they still gotta cover 15 miles of right. open field to get to the next wall. But uh, it definitely kind of confused me the first time through, and so I just felt like I should mention it. So they get past the city and everyone breaks into formation. Um, do you, would you like Chaz to talk about this, about the whole Irwin's formation, or would you like me to do it? Um, you can talk about it,
1: but I'll chime in on. I'll just say right off the bat, I mean, obviously this is the 57th Expedition. I'm assuming this is probably Irwin's, what do you say, he's probably done over 20 himself? It, that's a great question. I, I, I assume he's been through this a lot because how, his plan is pretty... Yeah, how old do you think Irwin is? Uh, To me, he's probably early 40s, about 40 years old. Really?
0: Okay. Very late 30s, early 40s yeah. is how I... How old are and I they years? always talk about, you know, 100 years, so um I could see once they first got the walls up and we know where they built that castle that they did hardly did any of these expeditions the first few years. So I could believe that he's probably been on about half those expeditions. Um yeah, may, maybe not 20 years. That might be pushing it. He's probably been there for at least 10 though, I would say. Okay. Yeah, let us know what you think. Send us an send us an email. Um Basically, the whole idea of this is you know, the front line fans out in a semicircle at long range, making sure every soldier can see in all directions. You know, you got your right side, your left side, and they've all got, you know, different, like for example, like Mikasa's in column three, which is like middle left. You know, she's there to communicate. Basically, the whole idea is to protect the middle which is where Aaron is, because obviously Aaron's so important. Well, yes, the center rear or whatever. Right. So, yeah, you got kind of like the um, the front line, and then a little bit behind that is where, like, Irwin's at, You kind of near the front but still back a little bit, and then way in the back you got Aaron.
1: Irwin, of course, protecting himself, which I respect.
0: Right, because, you know, he's making the calls because everyone on the sides... You know, they see a Titan, they're shooting a flare, and based off that information, Irwin's deciding, you know, which way we're going to keep proceeding into. But um, anyone who's watched the show, I'm sure gets this, and we'll get into it a little bit more. Armin is riding with an extra horse, and he is clearly stressed out. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Armin. He seems real worried. Every little faint sound, he's, like, turning his head. <laughs> yeah. he's uh, He's got a couple first-game jitters, I would say. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he tells himself to calm down when immediately a red flare shoots up. Which, what's that mean, Chad? That means we've got a Titan. We got a Titan. And we know that because we flash back to a classroom where they were first learning the ins and outs of Erwin's formation here. And in a perfect wor- world, it is only the search teams on the edge of the semicircle that will have contact with Titans. 'Cause the whole idea is hopefully these guys see him, they shoot a flare, and they deal with them before they get any closer right. into you know, the formation. But we then join a good old boy who was part of the first column and since he sees a Titan, he shoots a red flare, everything's going good. Yeah. Going and, according to plan, nothing could go wrong. And when someone sees a flare who is in an inner part of the circle, they too shoot a flare, notifying even more soldiers. You know, like I said, Erwin spots these He shoots a green flare, letting everyone know which direction to proceed in.
1: Which also shows how spread out they are, too. Yeah. Very spread out. That's
0: why, I mean, this field is ginormous. Yeah. So, obviously, the whole point of this is to reach the destination by running into as few Titans as possible, which is the whole part that Aaron, as he's riding out of the gates, didn't understand. You'd think they'd cover that at some point, but Aaron did not get that as he's. He is not very smart. Galloping
1: out. He's lucky he has Titan powers because he is not very smart.
0: Just like anything, though, it's not foolproof because due to the lay of the land or obstructions, you know, the formation, sometimes Titans slip through. As we see, because speaking of the devil, Sasha's is riding along minding her own business when one of the scarier Titans we've seen thus far bust out a building, and this thing... I was I mean, about to say, is
1: this a candidate for
0: Titan of the Week uh, for you, Ron? Not all? even a candidate. This one takes the cake. Okay. Uh, like, a unique variant Spider Titan. This mm-hmm. thing is creepy. The You know, four legs, its neck. It, this guy's neck looks like how Aaron's neck would have looked after he carried that boulder. That's okay. how broken his neck is. Wow. Sasha, who we've seen before, doesn't handle pressure particularly well. She drops her red flare. Yeah, that was, God, that's like airballing a, a buzzer beater in basketball. That's you can't do that. But she's saved by two other soldiers that she's with. Um, one of these guys, he looks a little bit older, and so like you've reminded us so many times, you know that's safe to assume he's pretty sick with it because yeah, he does a nice last second juke that leads this spider tied right into, into a tree. Oh my dude. God, beautiful. That was a good move.
1: Yeah, I will say that that's probably the scariest Titan that I've seen thus far.
0: Yeah, I would definitely say that one and just that first the initial mirror, one, the that, smiling Titan. Yeah, that one. Whew! Sent chills down your spine. Uh, in my notes, I have Armin begins to worry, but let me just pause right there because he's been worried. He's alert. <laughs> yeah, he's staying worried, and he notices that it's been a while since a red flare has been fired. And Just then, a Black Flare is fired, which means what? An Abherent
1: or an Abnormal Titan.
0: Yep, Unique Variant, Abnormal, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. And we meet up with Section Commander Ness. Boo! 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 Oreo, that's not Oreo, sorry. He's um, lifting the sails in the Black Pearl. No, just kidding, he's on a horse, and (laughs) even though I'm not a particular fan of him, you know he's in the presence of another unique variant, and you can tell that. You know, I just can't get over the fact that this guy seems like he should be Captain Jack Sparrow's right hand man, but he's got no choice but to engage due to the direction this Titan is heading, and the unpredictability of unique Titans because these things will just do whatever they Spider feel. Spider
1: like. jump like when that guy ate Thomas. Oh I my mean, they god! They can do a lot of things.
0: Yeah, that thing soared. And Ness, he brings up the fact that they are at a disadvantage using the ODMs on flat land uh, due to the chance of survival being very low. It's basically why Spider-Man has to be in New York City to do his thing. Yep. You don't have something to grab onto, these whole things pretty much become yeah, like if obsolete. S- if Spider-Man was fighting people in Iowa, might turn out a little different. <laughs> He's not going to be able to do most of his moves. Right. But turns out, this Ness guy is a jerk. It was the classic case of under-promising and over-delivering to make him look like some big hero. Because they pull off a very clean one-two combo with Ness taking out the ankles and the other soldier finishing it while it's laying on its stomach. Made it look like a piece of cake. So they take down that Titan, but then... Just after that, another one comes running up from behind, probably because someone in the right flank isn't doing their damn job. Right, which I expected it being from the left flank, but whatever. They, they were not happy with this. Um, no worries. We did it once. We can do it again. Until this said Titan sprints by them at a ridiculous pace. Just right on by.
1: At like a Usain Bolt almost type pace sheets
0: sheets (laughs) sheets uh schnitzel but ness is such a try hard he's like oh he's worried about armin who armin's got this what what's he worried about and so he tells uh i guess this other guy's name is sis to go after the titan and sis gets a good shot at it but his blades shatter on impact takes a swing yeah shatters and i don't know if i've mentioned this yet this titan female titan boobs boobs yes i know that's what you wanted to say you're right that is what i wanted to say usually i'm afraid to go to that dark side but you just took us right there and now i'm here and it feels fine yeah this is the female titan hence the name of the episode oh wait i knew it had to come but yeah you can tell because of its boobs and it's it's cute blonde hairstyle it uh it grabs a wire from Sis's odium and spikes him into the dirt. Yikes. Yeah,
1: bye, Sis. She uh
0: <laughs> she, she starts to head towards Armin, who's freaking out just a little bit, just a I little mean, bit. I mean, kinda, yeah. He realizes that this one has intelligence, that it's just like the armored and the colossal titan. Just like Aaron, there's a human on the inside of this thing. Mm-hmm. He he deduces this so quick so quickly i
1: yeah i the first time i saw this i did not deduce this nearly as quick as he did
0: yeah i I wouldn't even have thought of it almost yeah i was so going with the flow that when he said it i was like a little bit upset i'm like god he spoiled that he, he said it so quickly i was like we didn't even get a chance to figure it out but that's the way armin is you know he's always thinking he releases his second horse and is prepared to die when the female Titan runs over his body, and just looks right down at him.
1: Yeah, she almost just stomped right on him. I guess she realized not to do that. We don't know why,
0: but she stepped in front of him and basically just stopped him. And so this leads us into the calling card, which just goes over Irwin's formation. I mean, we already nailed that, so we can just skip right on over that. We check in with the right flank of the formation, and how are they doing, Chad? Well, (laughs) Well...
1: Ronnie, uh, the only survivor is laying there paralyzed talking about how bad they just did.
0: Yeah, so a guy's (laughs) laying on the ground, um, his eyes bleeding out, and he says a female form Titan brought an entire horde. Yeah, and I hate... This is
1: one of the worst deaths to me, and I don't even think it really showed it, but the Titan that picks him up and ends up eating him Mm -hmm. is just so unamused. It's like when you're... Picking up, let's say, a potato chip after you've already eaten half a bag. Right. You're just doing it because you're just programmed to do it. Listen, brother, I've been there before. (laughs) So this Titan just picks it up and he's like, I probably shouldn't eat this, but I think I'm going to anyways, and just slowly puts it in his mouth.
0: Yeah, the hunger for humans is just over at this point. Yeah. But he's just doing it because he's in that mode. He's in potato chip mode. It's why... Americans' obesity rate is on, off the charts. Yeah, it's, like ninety-eight percent. It's, it's nuts. this feeling. Um, food's good. What can you say? I'm glad we live in the UK. Yeah, listen. Don't don't feel like I'm judging you. I'm five foot two hundred and seventy-six pounds. Armin gets knocked off his horse, and the female Titan lifts his hood and stares at him. Takes the hood off. She proceeds to stand up and keeps running away because... Let's talk about how creepy that look was, though, for a second. Yeah. Go for it. When she gives that little side eye
1: and it just shows her smirk while she's just staring into his soul, that's when I knew, oh, shit, they're fucked.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm laughing because she just keeps running away probably because she thinks Armin is a weenie, which she's not wrong.
1: Yeah. That's probably what she was thinking. She's like, oh, this guy's such a weenie. He's not even worth killing. This guy cannot get into the Salty Splatoon. And then let's just talk about that back view when she starts to run off. Ooh. I mean, nah, nah, nah. Let's keep going.
0: Here she <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, that sends Armin's head spinning as to what could possibly be going on when uh, Reiner pulls up. He gives Armin a horse and claims he saw the flare warning about a variant and ask if it's the one with the nice ass. He knows. Reiner's a total Chad. Yeah, he's a total Chad. It's absurd. Armin informs him that it's a human in a Titan body when John comes riding up while firing off a flare. They discuss how bad the right flank of this formation is doing. They're like, wow, those guys are not doing their job at all. What are they doing over there?
1: Little do they know that... Actually, they do know. There was a horde
0: that came through. Well, do they know at this point? I don't think they know at this point. That's what they're saying. They're like, what the fuck are they doing over there? how they just let this thing oh, yeah, die are, far and yeah. deep? That's because, right. They think it's just like, oh, wow, just one Titan and you all get wiped out like that? Yeah, because keep in mind, I think when we saw that guy bleeding from the eyeballs, he that was just, no one was, el- he wasn't talking to anyone. It was just us that was there seeing yeah. the state of the union, which was not good. Yeah, so Armin explains that it's a human because it hasn't been eating humans. It's just killed the one. Once he says that, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a great... It makes sense. Yeah, even though they've kind of played around with, you know, these unique variants. They kind of do what they want. But this one, you know, basically looked right into Armin's eyes and was like, screw it.
1: Yeah, and he he mentions, too, that it's like the other ones, they're just starving. So when they eat you, you just die in the process. That's not their, like, intentional goal is to kill you, but this one's has a goal of just literally killing and
0: running off. Yeah. And he goes on to say that he thinks she's looking for someone and that someone's name is Aaron Yeager.
1: Aaron
0: would be with Levi's squad. And the guys start talking and realize they've all heard different locations as to where that squad would be. So, you know, Ryan is like, oh, yeah, I heard he was going to be right flank. And John's like, I heard left flank. And Armin's like, oh, I had... Where did he have, like, this... Well, Armin, you know Armin. He's connecting the dots right away, and he's thinking, oh, he's back, rear middle, because Mm -hmm. he's so important, that's where they're going to put him.
1: He even mentions, too, he's like, why did we all get different plans? This is weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, Armin, as much as he freaks out, i got to give it to him. Even when he's freaked out, he can be a quick thinker, because he's just like, as these puzzles are coming to him, he's figuring them out in no time. I bet... The son of a bitch figures out a Rubik's Cube like no one's business. Well, if they have those, Ronnie, but I don't think they do. But anyways, keep going. You don't know. John realizes how much trouble this Titan truly is and tells them they need to distract it before it's too late. John, brave. He's a brave man. He's just come a long way. I love his character now. He's th- yeah, he's thinking about everyone else. Even Aaron. Shinzu Sasagio. Uh, Armin tells them to pull up their hoods because the titan won't kill anyone that could be Eren. He, so this is not a dead or alive situation. This titan needs Eren alive. John says that it was always, uh, it's always creeped him out how much Armin hung around with Eren. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> and, yeah, it, and you could say it's even more creepy the way Mikasa does it. <laughs> but he does mention that he always knew that Armin was capable. The female titan, she's slowed down, so Armin thinks it might be uh, tiring out when John's thinking that if we can just slice and dice that Achilles...
1: We'll be groovy.
0: Yeah, it's going to do the job just fine. Like, we don't have to kill this thing. Once again, John thinking logically, he's like, there's no way we can kill this thing. We just got to slow it down. Yeah. He's on fire. Armin's thinking that none of them are going to be able to slay this thing, but thinks of Mikasa and Levi and that... If anyone could do it... It would be one of those two. It's going to be those two. And can I just say, you had to fanboy over the uh, the theme song. This, to me, what cues right here is the best piece of music thus far in the show. When it's like, um, it happens anytime something intense happens. But I think this might be the first time. But it's the woman and she's like, no. <laughs> How does she do it again? <laughs> I don't know how exactly how she does it. <laughs> I'm I'm Play sure. That. Yeah, I'm sure uh, you listen to it on a repeat at work on your Spotify account because all or YouTube. Yeah. Well, I'll let the people know. This is all you do is just listen to OSTs.
1: Yeah, I actually have just. Uh attack on titan ost on repeat um, right on my spotify playlist well it's not even on repeat it's just the same playlist you want to shout out your ost let's shout it out i'm gonna go with attack on titan wmd from sawano
0: there you go If you people want a uh, a nice ost pick him pick chat up on his little uh suggestion there great orchestra music shout out to that guy So as the music cues, Reiner launches off his horse, immediately making the Titan jump into action. She knocks Armin off his horse. John's launching to her as she guards the nape of her neck because she's got the wherewithal to know, you know, that's the one spot they can't get. And just as John's getting ready to die, Armin yells to him to get revenge for the ones who died, and that makes her freeze. She just stops. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably because she's like, "Who does this asshole think he is?" I just knocked him off the horse, and he's she he's gonna yell, he's gonna yell at this guy to do the killing. Yeah, Armin looks like he either hit his head and he's going crazy, or he's just devising an awesome plan. So Reiner then engages, where he's immediately grabbed by her and is presumably crushed as blood comes spewing out of her hands. But just then. Reiner comes, launching out, grabs Armin. What an exit! What an exit, dude! The blades broke. He used so much force with the blades that they broke. Yeah, this can seem a little tricky, but I'm, you know, once you go back and look at it, I guess the whole idea is she goes to squeeze him, and he just used the blade that he had to cut out. Yeah, and kind of got out of the out of the mess. But it looks he was like in. she even
1: puts her thumb on his head. It's almost like she's about to snap his I neck. I know.
0: I thought he was gone for sure. Yeah. Um, John's amazed at this and thinks about how Mikasa made people forget how truly skilled Reiner is. So that he's was n- he's number two. Yeah, I like that little piece because we do we you know all we really got about Reiner being two was the fact that we had that little calling card that showed how everyone lined up. We haven't really got to see him in action, but and then our boy Bert's number three, but we never see him. Yeah, he just kind of squeals and. I'm sure we'll get more Burt later. Uh, Reiner says they bought enough time as the Titan completely has changed direction and is heading towards the rear center of the formation. Oh, wait, that's not where we want that thing heading? No. Ah, uh, that's bad because Armin just deducted that. That's probably where Aaron is. Yeah, he's going right towards Aaron. And that brings us to the end of the episode. So that was a fun episode. That was really fun. A terrifying
1: first uh, appearance by a Titan. Probably the most terrifying by any Titan, for sure. Right. First appearance, at well, least. Well,
0: just this one, it's got a different feel to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, it's covering the nape, it's a girl, first of all, which makes, makes everyone a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, nervous, little butterflies. Um, and like I said, to me, it just changed the whole flow of this show. It definitely
1: did. And also, the. Uh, how many episodes ago was it when this introduction song changed?
0: It was a few episodes ago. Two or three?
1: Yeah. This is really where the episode. Well, sorry, at least the first season takes a turn. Yeah, you're it's kinda saying right this here. is
0: real kind of the official the start official, of the second part.
1: Yeah, official start of the second part, really.
0: Yeah, because everything about the Titans thus far, mm. other than I guess like the armored and colossal Titans, but we haven't seen them in a while, so they're kind of out of sight, out of mind, has been just the swarms of Titans right. attacking. Whereas this it seems like, you know, one Titan that from the sounds of this one guy dying is, you know, controlling a whole hordes of Titans. Yeah. Very interesting. We'll get more into it. If you got feedback, uh, send it to the podcast chronicles at gmail dot com.
1: Sub to us on YouTube. We'd love a thumbs up on the videos, some comments, whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah, I once again I talked about it last episode, but we've been uh, very touched by how many listens slash downloads we've gotten for the couple of guys who've sent feedback. You're the real ones. Paris Uh, and Raphael oh shout them out Uh, send us some more feedback and until next time and if you're a girl send us some uh, feedback whoa peace oh I thought you were taking that yeah send us feedback even if you're a girl oh that's what I meant I thought you were getting gross on me no bro it's just sometimes we come on here you're like asking for money I'm not
1: desperate and I don't need to, to use this podcast as a method to get a girlfriend
0: I don't think we could
1: yet We can get there one day, though. You think? No one's listening right now. Let's just get off this. All
0: right. Peace.